This is the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast interview with Madison Indyke. So um, I started a YouTube series um, interviewing therapists or people in the helping profession, um, whether that be, you know, music therapy, art therapy, occupational therapy, social workers, etc. In like, you know, anybody who's in that, in our, you know, helping profession. And the idea sparked during my internship, actually. <laughs> um, so there, I just wanted, a, I thought that there's like nothing that combines like all of us helping professions. I wanted a place for like people to be able to support the other helping professions and learn more about them because, you know, we can refer people, people can refer to us, but I want them to know like what what that's about. And then also a, like almost like an encyclopedia for all of the therapies for people who are looking. Like, hey, I want to know more about hospice music therapy. And then just go and scroll and look for that or whatever the therapy may be. You're listening to the Music Therapy Chronicles, a podcast about music therapy from a variety of perspectives. Our ambition is to inspire and connect listeners through meaningful conversations, just like a music therapy conference you can listen to anywhere. My name is Trisha Coyote, and I am a board-certified music therapist from the New England region. If you like what you hear, join our group on Facebook and share your own insights and thoughts about the episodes. You can also connect with us on social media and online at Music Therapy Chronicles. Welcome back to the Music Therapy Chronicles podcast. In today's interview with Madison, we talk all about her latest project, the World Wide Web of Therapists. If you haven't checked that out yet on social media and online, definitely do so. Uh, This is an awesome project that Madison has started to connect therapists to Uh, I guess, educate us all about all the different disciplines within this helping profession we are a part of, and also to provide this resource to families trying to find the right helping therapy, uh, helping professional for their loved ones. uh, So they can see kind of what's out there, what is available to them and learn and discover perhaps the the one thing they've been looking for all along. Because how many times as music therapists has it been like this family finally discovers music therapy and we were just the missing link in their loved one their loved one's journey. So definitely check that out. And again, we're going to talk about that that in this episode. We also dive into Madison's newly founded private practice and how she's been taking care of both of those things during the pandemic. Because uh, All of us are um, being called to do things a little differently, right, with uh, the pandemic going on. And I think that the fall, what the fall will look like, is still in question for many of us. But great example of how she has used this time to bring her, her idea to fruition. If you're enjoying the show, please let us know by 
writing a review on iTunes. I love reading the reviews. I have one to read at the end of this episode, and I'd love to read some more. So please consider leaving us a review on iTunes. It's free to do, and it really helps the podcast be more visible to people looking for this kind of content. Uh, I know that with everything going on, uh, I personally find it tough sometimes to stay inspired. So it's nice that other creators are also putting out this type of content uh, and those reviews really, really do help it be more visible, uh, more easily found for people looking for it. You can also find us on Facebook and on Instagram. You can join our group on Facebook. Uh, on Instagram this past week, I just did a behind the scenes, uh, a daily post about what I'm doing behind the scenes to keep the podcast up and running. And honestly, it, it was really fun. It was nice to engage with everyone and kind of show maybe some stuff that you don't realize happens behind the scenes. So if you're not following us on Instagram, definitely do that. It's at Music Therapy Chronicles. Uh, and if you're not in our group on Facebook, uh, then you're missing out on some of the polls that I've been doing about what you want to see on the show, um, your feedback with episodes and that kind of stuff. Speaking of feedback, there is an anonymous survey linked in the episode show notes uh, each week so that if you have any feedback on the episode, you're welcome to give it. That could be you know, anything related to the episode itself. But this idea was uh, sparked by Kate Shannon. She started doing this uh, and I also decided to implement it after my second episode with Brittany where we dove into white privilege uh, and it seemed like it's, it's time to have such, a, such an opportunity for feedback to be more readily available. So that survey is always linked. Feel free to anonymously provide your feedback. And lastly, if you're looking for another way to support the podcast, you can check out our Patreon page. That link is also always linked in the show notes. If you're not familiar with what Patreon is, uh, it's like a monthly subscription and you can choose to donate to the show once a month. You can donate as little as a dollar a month and the patrons have the exclusive opportunity to ask guest questions. So if you have a dream guest and they're going to be on the show and you're a patron, you will have the opportunity to ask them all your questions through our Patreon page. So definitely check that out. All right, let's get into this episode with Madison. All right, Madison, welcome to the Music Therapy Chronicles. Hi, thank you for having me here. Of course, thank you for making the time to be on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, how about yourself? Also doing well. It's a nice overcast day, which is my preferred podcasting weather because I'm inside. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Alrighty, so do you want to tell us about how you got into music therapy? Like what sparked that for you? Yeah, so... Um, Actually, it's kind of funny. I feel like music therapy found me in a way. Mm -hmm. uh, I was going to be a nutrition major and I went to my on college tours and I went to Marywood University and that's where I wound up going to school. And um, I was on a college tour and my mom overheard somebody on a tour as well talking about music therapy. And she's like, hey, Madison, 
did you hear that? And I was like, uh, yeah. She's like, that's, that's you. You need to do that. Because <laughs> growing up, I was really shy and uh, performance was totally out of the question. So then I went home and I researched it and I was immediately in love with the profession and the ability to help people and to use music because that's always been a love of mine. Yeah. And it is, um, there's a lot of polarity in our profession, but there is that train of thought that we're not performers. Like we're not performing. That's not what we do. So I know for me, I'm also not a performer. That was not my jam. Uh, but when you're making music with people, even if it's a big group of people, something about that makes it so much less intimidating. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just really focusing on in the moment and, I don't know. The performance aspect was so sterile to me. I know that's like a weird thing to say. Like I felt like I had to be crisp and clean all the time. Mm. And it's not about what I sound like to other people. It's about us, you know, coming together in that moment and having those therapeutic moments. Yeah. I remember once in a lesson I had uh, my studio professor is, you know, this part in the music that was supposed to be, like, just very expressive and in, like, like a raunchy way. And I played the clarinet. And he was like, like, just growl into your clarinet. Like, it's okay. You're you're at the point where you can make pretty sounds. And now you can choose to make bad sounds. And it's an expressive mm-hmm. quality. And I love doing things like that in my sessions now, too. Because especially, like, any client you have that loves to be silly... They, they love it when all of a sudden the music just gets like completely out there and it's, yeah. it's like sounds bad, but it's intentional. So it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So you started a private practice right out of internship. Is that right? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so my internship was at Back Mountain Music Therapy with Antoinette Morrison, who was actually on this podcast. Yes, she was. <laughs> and, um, Uh, I fell in love with the private practice. And during my internship, I said, I asked her, I was like, do you think that like, it's too soon to go out and try to, to, you know, start my own? And not that I want to, the, there's a, a way that I want to start my private practice because I want to build it through time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go out and have a giant private practice. I want it to build some clients on the side and then eventually grow. Um, there's no time limit to me for the private practice. Good so for you. I just want to be able to provide good work to people who are in need in the area. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really admirable. Um, and especially now with the pandemic, having not having a time limit. Is, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a great time. I know it's like kind of weird to say like, oh, I had all this free time. It's been so great for me to just focus on all of that, like social media marketing and building the website and making sure things are in place. I don't have any clients at the moment, but um, because I want to make sure that my stuff is all set in place, you know, first. Yeah. And you've, you've done a great job with all that backend stuff and you already on your website, you have tons of resources and blogs. And, um, I was just skimming through it and I was like, wow, there's so much awesome stuff in here. So is there any particular thing you want to highlight, uh, for the listeners that like, Hey, if you go to my website, definitely check out this link. Yeah. So, um, 
so actually the blog is more for like people seeking the therapy i know it's kind of um not what a lot of other you know like we do for but i have the resources page on my website for music therapists and i also have a youtube link uh youtube page for therapists as well with several resources on there cool and does that link go to your new youtube channel I have two YouTube channels, so confusing, but <laughs> so the YouTube channel on my website is um, for the resources because that's like more of my private practice stuff. Mm. And then I have the YouTube channel to go to Worldwide Web of Therapists, that um, YouTube series that I'm doing. I wanted to keep them, you know, their own thing. Yeah. So let's start with the non-World Wide Web one because we'll get into that. So what is what have you been like putting or what are you thinking to put on your resource channel? My resource channel is just songs that I've created. Um, that's been a lot of fun to do during the pandemic. Just And then I just uh, intervention ideas that I come up with. That's mostly what's on there. Um, or like if I if I find like singable books, I put that on there. You know, stuff that I find that when I'm looking for resources and intervention ideas that I want to see. So I put that on there. Yeah, that's awesome. What a what a great resource. Um, because there are there are so many of us. Just sometimes the inspiration is not hitting, and yeah, <laughs> it's awesome to have all that compiled in one place. So thank you for doing that for everyone. Of course. I yeah. mean, I love looking at other people. So I wanted to, you know, give into the community because I feel like we're so like, I feel like already I've only been in the field for a few months and I feel like we're all so like tight knit. Like it's great to be able to, you know, share your resources if you're making them. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Do you have one of those in particular that really sticks out in your mind? Um, my, for, for Easter, I did an egg shaker, um, like egg hunt intervention. That's that one um, is one of my favorites. I took, yeah, that was a really cool one. It was like taking egg shakers, and I was picturing it in a music therapy clinic, like you know, like h- hiding them around the room, um, and like having a little visual for the kids to find. And there's a song to go along with it on the YouTube page for kids to be able to go hunt for the eggs yeah that's awesome and what an expansive intervention too because it's like it's movement they're getting up and moving and then you can also use it as those descriptive words that can be difficult like was it under the table was it Mm -hmm. next to the chair yeah awesome I love that so much um too bad Easter's so far away I know I know (laughs) I'll do it with like candy or something for Halloween yeah that would be awesome Awesome. All right. So let's dive into worldwide web of therapists because that is an awesome thing you are creating. So tell everyone about that. So um, I started a YouTube series um, interviewing therapists or people in the helping profession, uh, whether that be, you know, music therapy, art therapy, occupational therapy, social workers, et cetera. And like, you know, anybody who's in that, in our you know, helping profession. And the idea sparked during my internship, actually. (laughs) Um, So there, I just wanted, I thought that there's like nothing that combines like all of us helping professions. I wanted a place for like, 
people to be able to support the other helping professions and learn more about them because, you know, we can refer people, people can refer to us, but like, I want them to know like what, what that's about. And then also a, like almost like an encyclopedia for all of the therapies for people who are looking like, Hey, I want to know more about hospice music therapy and then just go and scroll and look for that or whatever the therapy may be. Yeah. I love that. Um, I did my internship at a state hospital and I was fortunate enough to be assigned to a unit where we would have team meetings every morning. And so the team meeting was the psychiatrist, um, the psychologist, the charge nurse for the week, me, the OT, uh, and social work. That was pretty much, sometimes there was other people thrown in, uh, but it was just great to see and hear every day what each person was doing and how it worked together. Cause I feel mm -hmm. like for a lot of us, depending on where we're working as music therapists, it's easy to kind of, people don't really know what we're doing. We don't entirely know what they're doing. Um, our scope of practice is so broad and that's not unique to us. Other therapies are also so broad. So it's like, okay, having a better understanding of how our practices overlap is absolutely. so valuable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So what, have, have you been enjoying doing interviews or has it been kind of like, I know getting stuff started can be pretty, pretty difficult. So let me ask it this way. How can the listeners support you in creating these, um, these interviews on YouTube uh, and how can they get involved? So, I mean, I, I've been enjoying it so far. It's been a little different than I wanted it to go. I wanted to be with the person. I, I, the first interview was able to, but a lot of them are going to be on like interview, like Zoom or something like Google Meet because obviously in New Jersey, we're still really restricted to mm -hmm. travel, but eventually I want to be able to go and travel to the places and meet with the people. Um, but I would love to have people who are interested in being on the the um, YouTube series just email my uh, it's www.therapists at gmail.com. Awesome. I will link that in the show notes so people can find it. Thank you. Awesome. So why why YouTube? I'm really because everyone kind of has like, you know, a different platform. I obviously obviously chose podcasting. So why why did you choose YouTube? Um, I chose YouTube because I love I love vlogs. <laughs> yeah. Why it started. I like felt in love with watching vlogs and like getting to I don't know, like I feel like you're going along on that journey with the people. Mm. And I wanted to like get the the body language in there you know what I mean like when someone's super excited about what they're talking about sometimes they get like you know you get to like watch their I don't it's just a personal like thing I just like the aspect of like you know being it feels like you're there with them some that's why I chose it I don't know <laughs> it's just personal weird preference of mine I don't think that's weird at all I think that's awesome and you're so right um I too enjoy a good vlog and I'm like oh what are they gonna have for lunch you know like oh, I'm just hanging out with a friend yeah so that's really cool um and I don't know anything about YouTube but in my mind YouTube's a lot more work so kudos to you for <laughs> navigating that 
yeah, it's a, you know, it's a learning curve, but I'm excited to, you know, be starting this. And Yeah. Awesome. So do you see yourself also vlogging? Like, are you going to turn your channel also into a, a vlog and we can follow you around in your day? I actually was considering that, putting in between, because the interviews you can't do, I mean, I can't do one every week, but mm -hmm. to maybe have some weekly content um, might be in the future <laughs> something that I do. I'm also a, starting in as a school music therapist, so I can't really put that stuff on there, Yeah. but <laughs> like I could show, you know, some things about how we prepare for music therapy and all that jazz. Yeah. Yeah. The preparation is a journey in itself, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. There's so many times where I've thought, you know, watching vlogs or watching people who where YouTube is their job or Instagram is their job. And it's since that is their job, it looks so enticing, but it's like, there's, there's no one like me because no one like me has the time to do a vlog once a week, you know? It's kind of yeah, like <laughs> entrepreneurship is this new thing and it's it's so highlighted and so glorified, but um, that's just because the rest of us can't do it both, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the, also, the other reason I like, I wanted to keep them short because parents with kids with special needs mm. or, you know, taking care of somebody with special needs um, don't have time to, you know, watch something very long so yeah I thought a short little video would be more ideal for that population that you know uh audience totally so, yeah and your your first video just came out which is awesome yeah. and you did a giveaway which was just was it yesterday it was yeah, yesterday. given away <laughs> <laughs> yeah that was a crazy giveaway <laughs> really uh, giant what it was like a nine foot pool float. Nice. <laughs> I have hope to send that out still, but super excited. Hope that person has a pool or they'll be I going know. to the beach. <laughs> so have you had any, I know it's been like a day. Have you had any feedback yet on your first episode? Cause I enjoyed it. Um, Thank you. That has anyone else I have had out? some feedback. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, I think it hasn't been seen that much yet, but mm -hmm. you know, we start small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And in that episode, um, we've kind of touched on it here and I said it before we started recording, but you said you wanted it to be a resource for families looking for different types of therapies. Um, so as much as it's awesome for us to see what other helping professionals are doing, it's also great for families to be like, oh, I've never heard of art therapy or I've never heard of I'm sure you'll interview people that have professions I've never heard of uh, mm -hmm. which is awesome and also even for people where, like when you were a student and you were looking at nutrition um, but for a student to you know they watch a nutrition episode on your show and then it switches to something else and that could be a whole new avenue for them so that's it's going to be a really awesome resource and I commend you for making the time to do that. Uh, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see, to see what else you have, uh, who else you talk to. Yeah. I just want to make sure that there's, you know, a place for people to go. I feel like there's no one place for people to go to see all that. So thank you for, um, all of your kind words about it. That's really 
means a lot to me. Oh, thanks. Well, it's it's a lot of work, right? It's a lot of work to get everything going, um, to have this idea and, and make it happen. So anyway, any way that I can be helpful or that the listeners can be helpful, like I said, the email, I'll put the email and all the links. So yeah. if you're listening to this, send Madison an email, be on the show, recommend someone else to be on the show if you have like a friend who's a drama therapist or something. Yes, absolutely. I would greatly appreciate it. Cool. So you also mentioned that you want to travel to do these episodes. So that's awesome. Uh, Tell me more about that. Yeah. So, um, you know, I want it to be worldwide. All over the world is my vision. (laughs) Eventually, again, starting small, I started with a therapist from my home state, um, who I'm also friends with. But um, I just... I love traveling and I travel in general. Um, so that's like something that I do on the side for fun. Um, so I want to take the time and spend a few hours and interview somebody and learn, you know, about their field and about their work and stuff like that. So, yeah. Do you see yourself, um, going to like, different kinds of conferences internationally and meeting people that way too because that could be cool yeah I would love that I'm you know in school I went to in college I went to um the European music therapy conference and you know in um I met so many people there and it's just when it's so different in other like you know professions look different in other places Mm -hmm. and it's really cool that's kind of one of the other reasons why I want it to be um an international thing eventually so yeah just to see what people do in different places and you know and also then there's resources for people if uh, somebody is looking for something from you know a country that other than the U.S. then they have a re- an actual person from that country to, you know, hear from. Yeah. I've never been to a world Congress or an international conference. So can you, can you give me an example of something that really surprised you that you learned while you were there? Everybody. Well, when I went there, I noticed, I mean, it's so cool. There were so many different countries represented there and it, just in Europe alone, they don't really use a lot of um, digit. Well, from my what I heard, the people I talked to, so this could be different. It was also a few years ago. They didn't use a lot of digital music. Hmm. It was more, um, you know, just an instrument on the, you know, an instrument in the session, like Garage Band. They were like, "What? What is that?" They were so shocked. I don't know if that's, I mean, it could have just been the people I was speaking to, but um, I thought that was really interesting because I feel like I've, you know, utilized that here, but it's really cool to see the differences and, um, yeah, they were like, what are you talking about? A garage band in a session? (laughs) So. That is funny. I feel like in my undergraduate training, 
using recorded music and using technology in that way wasn't super explored. So I can relate to that Um, because now as a professional, especially some of my kids, the best way to get their attention is to put a screen in front of them. And like, I don't like that. (laughs) But if it works, then it works. And I need to figure out how to adapt and do that. So um, maybe you could teach me some stuff about GarageBand (laughs) and how to use that in sessions. But that is cool. That would also surprise me. Um. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was like, um, I I feel like going into um, school music therapy and working, I'm going to be working from preschool to high school. So the high school kids, sometimes using that digital stuff, you can relate better to them. Mm. That's what I like. They all, they all have phones. They all, they probably can outsmart me with the technology. So, <laughs> so use what they know. That's, you know, to get something to relate to them. That's what I think. Yeah. Yeah, totally. That's um, an important reminder because sometimes I, I find that roadblock too because it's like if you've been told live music is the end-all be-all and it's the best and you can't adapt anything that's not live, it's important to <laughs> be like, well, this is also why these other things are valuable uh, and why we should explore them. And it's a challenge for us, right? We need to rise yeah. to the challenge. That's our job. Yeah. Sure. Awesome. So is is there anything else you want to add about um, WWWT? Anything else you want to tell us about it? Um, no, I don't think so. I'm just really excited to be doing this project, and I just hope that it helps one person. That's the, you know, if it helps one person, then that is enough for me. Very, very helping professional-esque statement. <laughs> Right? Isn't that what we all say? Yeah, right? Mm. All right. Are you ready to move into our rapid fire questions? Yeah. Awesome. All right. Coffee or tea? Coffee, 100%. New Jersey. (laughs) Fast paced. You got to keep up. (laughs) Coffee all the time. I have one cup of coffee in the morning. I love to make cold brew coffee at home. Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) Are you... Are you one of those people who's like explored making your own coffee since the pandemic or have you always made your own coffee? Um, I got a cold brew coffee maker for Christmas from my sister. So that has been, I think I only started using it during the pandemic, ironically, but it's so good. It's actually like better than coffee shops. There you go. We're all learning a lot being at home. Yeah. <laughs> simple, simple coffee uh, jug from Amazon, I think it is too, ironically. <laughs> there you go. Early bird or night owl? I'm an early bird. I love, I feel like I am so efficient in the morning and get my work done. And at night, yeah, it's just like, I'm done. My brain clocks out at night. So. I can really, good thing you're going into a school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something you would tell your younger self. Uh, be confident you are you are, you know what you're talking about don't shy away just because you're young good one your music therapy elevator speech Ooh. so i would say that music therapy 
uh, encompasses a lot of different things, but the work that I do with music therapy is using music to relate to the clients and to um, elicit responses that sometimes can't be captured otherwise. Hmm. What a beautiful picture I painted in my mind. I love that. Your favorite self-care practice? Reading, Netflix, playing my guitar, um, and just hanging out with my family and friends. Lots of that right now. Probably more family than friends. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Do you have any books or um, shows on Netflix you want to recommend? Mm. I'm looking at my bookshelf right now. I have like a ridiculously large amount of books because I have to buy the paper copy and save it. Um, (laughs) That's how I am. Uh, The book... Oh, The Boy Who Was Raised as a Dog is a really great book. Um, And... Oh, Girl, Stop Apologizing, too. Really awesome book. I just got Big Magic. I can't wait to read that. (gasps) Such a good book. I haven't read um, either of the ones you mentioned, but I will have them linked, and I will check them out. Awesome. But yeah, Big Magic, that's uh, one of my recommendations for those listening. That was a a good book. I should reread it. Yeah, I can't wait to read it. I've heard good things about it. So, yeah, that's a Netflix Sweet Magnolias. I haven't seen that. (laughs) I just like the simple um, Netflix shows, you know, that you could just throw on and they're just sweet and (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes you got to give your brain a break. Exactly. Mm. Yes. Uh, Something that's currently adding value to your life. Um, I would say... This, well, Worldwide Book of Therapists is really great. And um, my boyfriend, he's just, like, so supportive. He's, uh, yeah, Steven. (laughs) He's so sweet and supportive. He literally bought me a camera for recording the the show. So, uh, you know, (laughs) great. Yeah, sometimes it's all you need, someone to believe in you and support you in that way and, um to show you like hey I I support your idea enough to like put in this amount of time and effort to making sure you get it get it off the ground he's also my IT man he's a he's yeah he's an I he just helps me with all my computer troubles there you go I can relate to that there's so many of us I know um Kate Shannon on creative therapy umbrella I think her husband is her IT guy too so (laughs) it's all it's a group effort behind the scenes I'm like, hey, it's just simple little questions. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I should have known that myself. But it's okay. It's okay to ask for help sometimes. (laughs) Yes, it is an important reminder. And some of us just like, my brain doesn't think about, I don't know, my brain and computers. If you tell me, I can figure it out. But like, I wouldn't automatically think, you know, press control something and this will happen. (laughs) Yeah, me neither. (laughs) Your favorite song or intervention to use in a session? Um, I really like the, it's called the Rumbo Ball. Um, great for impulse control. It's like you throw a ball, like you have a, you could take a, one of the 
clients with you. So it's for a group. And you, you have the um, kids on drums in the circle. And you throw a ball up. And when it's up in the air, they rumble. And then when you catch it, they have to stop. So I like that. Fun one. I, uh, my music, my internship director gave me that idea. It's a great, great impulse control. Yeah. Antoinette's so, so creative. She's so yes, soft-spoken, she but she's so creative. Yes. <laughs> awesome. So lastly, where can the listeners uh, find you and connect with you? We'll have your email linked and your website. Is there anywhere else they should look for you? Um, my, I have my, on Instagram, my private practice Instagram is underscore GSMTS underscore. And then the World Wide Web of Therapists Instagram, I believe, is www.therapists. Yeah. And um, Facebook. I'm on Facebook for both of those as well. Um, and I think that's it for that. Awesome. Well, that'll all be linked so that people can find it and um, see all the awesome content you're creating during this awesome. time. Thank you. Of course. Thank you for being on the show, for taking the time to be on the show and uh, be on the other side of yeah, the interview. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Of course. It was, it was great to see you again uh, and chat. Awesome. Nice and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thank and, you. Um, yeah. Then the week starts tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for making the time to listen to this episode. I hope you're as excited for the World Wide Web of Therapists as I am. I know I'm going to learn a lot from her guests and probably learn about some professions I didn't even know existed. So I'm really excited to see that grow in the coming years. And she's so right about slow and steady uh, is the way to do it. Uh, in today's fast-paced world, it can be pretty overwhelming to think that you need to get it all done at once. And I think the pandemic has shown us that we don't always have to do that. As promised, here is our review from iTunes. This comes from Haley Francis Can. Hi, Haley. Nice to hear from you. Um, if you haven't checked out Haley's episode, it will be linked in the show notes. And she says, thank you for having me on as a guest and your continued support even outside the podcast setting. Oh, Haley, you're so sweet. Our conversation was easy and very enjoyable. I was a fan of this podcast before being on the show, even more so now. So thank you so much, Haley, for writing in and sharing that review. I really appreciate it. Uh, even if you don't want to write a whole review, you can just click the stars at the bottom of iTunes if you feel called to do so. I would really appreciate it. Again, check us out on Facebook. Join our group. Check out our Instagram if you missed all the behind-the-scenes posts. Um, they are in the highlights of our Instagram uh, what is that? I guess not in the bio, but in that box up there. Uh, you can check out the week of behind the scenes posts up there. Um, consider becoming a patron on patreon.com. And if you or someone you know wants to be a guest on the show, please reach out by sending an email to feedback at musictherapychronicles.com. I'd love to hear from you. Um, and I want to know who your dream guest is. So, 
DM me, send me an email, message me something. Who is your dream podcast guest? Thank you again so much for tuning into this week's episode. Our quote chosen by Madison is from Dieter Uchtdorf. The desire to create is one of the deepest yearnings of the human soul.